Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents around the world. I'm Wang Tahang. Coming up in this edition, the head of the International Atomic Energy Agency says Europe's largest nuclear facility is unlikely to return to full power. NATO Secretary General says Ukraine won't become a member of the alliance until the conflict with Russia is over. And parts of the Indian state of Gujarat are experiencing power outages after a cyclone made landfall. The storm is also affecting neighboring Pakistan. We begin in Europe. The recent destruction of a major dam in southern Ukraine has raised concerns over the safety of Europe's largest nuclear facility. Now, the head of the International Atomic Energy Agency says the Dubrovnik nuclear power plant is unlikely to return to full power. Rafael Grossi visited the power plant, which uses water from the Kakhovka reservoir to cool down the facility. We get more details from Dasha Chernyshova. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency says that a number of measures had been taken to stabilize the situation at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant. Rafael Grossi traveled to the site following a visit to Kyiv and said the situation at the plant remained serious. And they are considering the consequences of the destruction of Nova Kakhovka Dam. For the moment, he said, the water levels are sufficient for cooling the plant. But the dam bridge jeopardized reservoirs from which the reactors get cooled in water. There is evaporation, there can be some leak, but it has to be maintained at that level. With the water that is here, the plant can be kept uh, safe for some time. The plant is going to be working to replenish the water so that the uh, safety uh, functions can continue normally. So, of course, it's something that we will be monitoring uh, very closely. The Russian managers of the power plant also said there are now four new officers from the IAEA monitoring the power plant. However, Grossi also described the prospect of Russia and Ukraine signing a document on the plant's security as unrealistic. He also visited the electric switchyard of the thermal power plant that came under attack last week. The head of Russia's state nuclear agency says the situation is stable. There was Dasha Chernyshova reporting. Also in Ukraine. NATO Secretary General says the country won't become a member of the alliance until the conflict with Russia is over. But at the meeting of defense ministers in Brussels, Jan Stoltenberg and the U.S. Defense Secretary assured Kiev of long-term military support. Mark Webster reports. Arriving for the defense ministers' meeting here in Brussels, the U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin warned that American support for Ukraine had to be long-term, because he said. This was a marathon, not a sprint. All 31 member countries are determined to maintain a united front as they put together a detailed plan of military assistance and training for Ukraine, so as not to let Moscow think there is disunity in their ranks. In the U.S.-led contact group of 50 countries, which is supplying weaponry and support equipment, the U.S. said they would all have to dig deep to make sure Ukraine received everything it needed, including fighter planes. To ensure the success of its latest counteroffensive, much to the disappointment of Ukraine's president Volodymyr Zelensky, NATO has also indicated that it will not offer membership to Ukraine until the conflict is over, as they think that could provoke the Kremlin. Instead, they have indicated that it will establish a long-term weapons supply agreement that will create uncertainty over whether the Ukrainian president will attend next month's NATO summit in Vilnius. He has indicated that he will not be there unless at least the prospect of NATO membership is on offer. 
Instead, what NATO wants to do is offer some long-term guarantees of safety to protect the country's future. That was Mark Webster in the Belgian capital. Authorities have arrested at least nine people following one of the worst shipwrecks off the Greek coast. At least 78 people are dead and 500 are missing after a boat full of migrants capsized. Survivors say dozens of children were below deck and likely among the victims. Evangelos Sipsas has more. Nine people have been arrested for、uh, smuggling these people, trying to smuggle them into Italy.、Uh, they are currently in、uh, custody, and they're expected to appear in court. 104 people have been rescued. We're here when the first boat of the Hellenic Coast Guard came in, dropping off the bodies of those who lost their lives, putting them into refrigerator trucks, and carried out to Athens so they can do the forensic science. Now we do have a lot of reaction from politicians. The New Democracy Party and the Vice Minister of Migration was here. She said that the、uh, authorities are doing a great job, but she did point the finger to the EU, saying that we need much more support. And also the opposition party, Alexis Tsipras from the city's opposition party, was here.、Uh, his words were. Quite harsh towards the EU and the Greek authorities. He said, "How is it possible when a boat is in distress in international waters, you are not there to support them and help them? You did not react、uh, fast enough. All the political activities here in the country have been suspended, as we know that、uh, the country is going through、uh, national elections on June,、uh, June 25th. All that is now on standby, as well as the country will be、uh, in three-day mourning." There was Evangelos Sipsas in Greece. Turning to Asia, power is out in the Indian state of Gujarat after cyclone Bipajoy made landfall. The storm is also affecting neighboring Pakistan. Authorities have evacuated 180,000 people in the two countries. Forecasters say the cyclone could be the region's worst storm in decades. Daniel Khan is in southeast Pakistan. I'm here at、uh, Kati Bandar. There has been a large-scale evacuation from the area. About 80,000 people have been evacuated、uh, from the low-lying areas of Sindh province, from Kati Bandar till the coast of、uh, Karachi, around、uh, 250 kilometers along、uh, coastal highway has been、uh, cleared. And I visited、uh, a few camps uh, that have been uh, made into uh, shelters for、uh, the local fishermen community. And、uh, I spoke to the locals and they. Is. They had mixed feelings. Some of them said that、uh, they know the sea and uh, that uh, they think that the、uh, the cyclone will not、uh, make a landfall in Kati Bandar. But、uh, many were、uh, glad that they were moved uh, uh, beforehand, and、uh, the authorities are providing them with all the facilities,、uh, food and medicine. And we also saw makeshift uh, camps, uh, uh, makeshift uh, hospitals there、uh, for these、uh, fisherfolk community. That was Daniel Khan in Pakistan. TikTok has recently brought together creators, entrepreneurs, and public sector stakeholders in Jakarta for the Southeast Asia Impact Forum. The event highlights the video sharing platform's transformative role in empowering communities, fostering economic opportunities, and fundamentally changing lives. Sukina Aluwalia has details. TikTok is changing the digital game in Southeast Asia. Nina posted her first video on TikTok in April 2020. What started out as a hobby has turned into a thriving business. In just one year, she was able to amass more than one million followers. I say TikTok is really the great community amplifier as a platform. Like if you want growth, then you go on TikTok. 
Um, second, it's unique in a sense because people see a different version of you, both as a person and as a brand. You don't go to TikTok to see aesthetically pleasing pictures. You go to TikTok to see what happens behind the scenes. And Nina is not the only one. Millions of creators are experiencing what is now called as the TikTok effect, a phenomenon that was discussed at the Southeast Asia Impact Forum. TikTok CEO Sho Chu signed several MOUs to mark the establishment of the 12.2 million grant. It's aimed at helping entrepreneurs, small businesses, and youth in Southeast Asia to grow and thrive on TikTok. Currently, TikTok boasts an impressive 325 million users across Southeast Asia. And that number continues to grow as the local creator economy finds firmer footing in the digital age. The usefulness of TikTok is evolving. And I'm hearing a lot of stories from people who tell me that they learned something on TikTok or they found a community. And through that community, it has really had a deep impact on their lives. So. You know, our goal is to make sure that we continue to build on this and diversify and deepen the content ecosystem. It's clear that TikTok is more than just a social media app. And it's not just creating a digital landscape in Southeast Asia. They aim to create opportunities, empower individuals, and fuel economies. Those Sukina Aluwalia reporting from Jakarta. And finally, we go to Africa. The head of the UN relief program, Martin Griffiths, says the humanitarian situation across Sudan continues to deteriorate. He warns that the situation in Sudan's Darfur is spiraling into a humanitarian calamity. Nearly 1.7 million people are now internally displaced, while close to half a million others have sought refuge outside Sudan. Hundreds of civilians have been killed and thousands more injured. Momanamaki has more. The UN High Commissioner said that more than 100 people were killed in a refugee camp in North Darfur. However, lo local sources there say that the number maybe is more uh, than 100. They have accused uh, uh, the RSF and also the Janjaweed militia and gangsters, which are spread in North uh, Darfur, uh, in North Darfur region, of committing uh, this uh, crime. They said that uh, these uh, these factors, the Janjaweed militia, the RSF. They have committed rape uh, crimes against women in, in that camp, and also they have killed more than 100 people in the camp. Uh, this isn't the first incident in North uh, Darfur. According to our local sources, many refugee camps have been attacked by uh, Janjaweed militia and by gangsters in uh, North uh, Darfur. Also, other refugee camps uh, have been suffering from uh, the lack of humanitarian assistance, the lack of food, maybe for uh, uh, since the beginning of this fighting between the RSF and the Sudanese Army Force. There was Momo in Khartoum. Before we go, here's a recap of today's top stories. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency says Europe's largest nuclear facility is unlikely to return to full power, following the damage to a major dam in the area. NATO Secretary-General says Ukraine won't become a member of the alliance until the conflict with Russia is over. And power supplies have been disrupted in the Indian state of Gujarat after a cyclone made landfall there. That concludes today's top story, which brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to the Beijing Hour, a one-hour news magazine program. 
We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Wang Zihang. Thank you for listening.